Hey everybody, welcome to the Resistance Broadcast. If you're watching on YouTube, a little bit of a different look. Why? Because that guy is in Connecticut. We Hello. are all together podcasting for the second time ever. First time being Star Wars Celebration. That was kind of uh, a wild time, a crazy time. There's way more people in the room than there are now. There's literally <laughs> no one in here. Hello, bucket there's of popcorn. There's no one in here. There's no one in here. But <laughs> you guys are with us. And uh, I'm John. How are you guys? As uh, With me, as always, is James and Lacey. Guys, we just saw The Rise of Skywalker. Lacey, you and I have seen it twice now. James, fresh out of the movie. Fresh. Like a pie out of the oven. Uh, so uh, how are you guys? Uh, I'm good. I uh, I don't know. I just... Uh, I, I, Saw the credits go up, and Lacey turns to me. She goes, "So, what do you think?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't. Uh, there, there's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's what we both said. Yeah, I said I was overwhelmed. Yeah, it was. Um, I remember when we first got out, it was kind of overwhelming in L.A. because I had to first of all I had to go to the bathroom, and it was like, <laughs> it was like, DefCon Five, and when you're at a premiere. They don't turn the lights up until every credit rolls because out of respect for everyone right, who's in the movie. Right. And 45,000 million people worked on The Rise of Skywalker. The credits were just endless. And then uh, we did that. Had to get our phones unlocked, all that yep. stuff. And did our yep. immediate reaction. And I think we were both still a little like, what just happened? Like We got a lot of messages being like, you seem really worried. And I was like, I'm just overwhelmed. Yeah. There, there was just a lot. Like he said, I just sat there being like... There's just so much. I'm actually the exact same way. So even out coming out of the theater, I'm having friends text me like, what did you think and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, how how are you able to, to write me and want to talk about this like exactly like right now? Right. Like I feel like there's so much that I want to process and that um, there's going to be so many things that we're like, we'll probably talk for like 30 minutes and I'll be like, Oh, and I totally forgot about <laughs> right. all this other <laughs> stuff right, that right. happened. Well, we both of us forgot that Ray had the Falcon, and that's a, totally such a huge thing. I mean, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that later, I guess. But just so you guys know, this is a, our spoiler review of The Rise of Skywalker, so no safety net anymore. If you're watching this or listening to this, I hope you saw the movie or you don't care about spoilers because we're going to talk about everything. Everything. That everything. Uh, happened uh, and, and even things that we forgot uh, we'll try to conjure up during this uh, little episode here. Um, so guys, first off, I guess just general thoughts on the movie. Uh, did you guys like it? <laughs> I'm starting with you only cause you just saw it. So. I know, I know. I'm probably going to get first dibs on everything here. Um, cause you guys have had time to process it a little bit. Right. Um, I, okay. So everybody's kind of worried about the, the, the reviews and people were saying, you know, I didn't like it. I was hearing a lot of that and I spent about, you know, I was like halfway through the movie and I was thinking to myself, what is it that people don't like about this? And I was trying to figure that out. I remember seeing somewhere too that they that the first half was like blah, but then the second half like really lands or nails it. And I was like that midpoint, and I was thinking, okay, so what is it that people don't like about this? I guess it gets better from here. So I I have to say, like I think overall I pretty much liked it. I did walk out of last. I still like Last Jedi, but I did walk out thinking best star wars movie ever mm-hmm. and then later start people start pointing things out to me that are like you know well why didn't this happen or something and i go actually yeah that does kind of make sense so i feel like we need to have those discussions before because i always have that recency factor okay now right what what ch- right what i said right with the microphone down i'm getting uh. used to a mic i'm not used to like holding all right so <laughs> let's talk about it 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so, Lacey, what changed for you from the first to the second viewing? Because a lot of people are going to, uh, a lot of people have said, I need to see it again. Yeah. We have. So, for people who were getting ready to see it again, what changed for you from first to second viewing? So, I feel like it was a completely different experience for me. As you guys know, I hate being surprised. Like, I love reading spoilers, so I know what's going to happen. Um, probably due to my own stupid anxieties. So going into that, I didn't look at anything because I knew you didn't want me to. So I didn't. Mm. So I went in fresh and it was a terrifying <laughs> anxiety driven experience. Um, whereas the second time around, I got to like calm down because I knew what was going to happen. So I got to focus more and I actually got more emotional with some of the beats in the story. Oh, I did too. And I... I liked it even more, honestly, because I wasn't waiting for what's going to happen because I already knew what was coming. So that's fair. Yeah, I got to focus more. And like you said, like we noticed that Ray had the Falcon at the end of the movie and there were a bunch of other things that I never noticed the first time around. So mm -hmm. I can't hi I highly suggest seeing it at least twice. Yeah. And we're crazy. So you're probably seeing this on Friday, which is the official release date. Mm -hmm. We're going again tonight. We are to see it. So James is going to have that experience to see it for the second time. Um, for me, it's weird because coming out of Monday, I liked the first half of the movie better than the second half. I didn't like what they did with Kylo Ren. The Harrison Ford scene didn't like hit me for some reason, uh, which it should have. Cause I, you guys know I love Harrison Ford yeah. so much. And uh, the music, I, I did, it didn't catch me. And then this time... People clapped, though. When he came on screen, people did Oh, I, absolutely. But But this time... I liked the second half better, and I felt myself fighting back. You know when you get that gut feeling when you feel like, oh, I'm going to get some tears coming, and you're like, you get that tightness? <laughs> I felt that a f a quite a few times here. Um, Chewie's reaction to Leia's uh, yes. passing, uh, the the uh, Harrison Ford, I know. He, he, he pretty much said he couldn't say I, I love, love you, you, but yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Uh, a lot of stuff really got me more emotional this time, and I think I like the second half better now. So it just like flipped. I have no... I have no idea what's going on. So, yeah, James, I you're in for a ride. <laughs> Maybe unless the you second just time, yeah. unless you just stay, you know, the yeah. course. Yeah, I think the Kylo Ren thing hit me hard the first time, and I know a lot of people have been wondering what I thought about it. I got the most messages about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, which I'm gonna be honest, I didn't mention it all in my reviews or any of my talk because I knew everybody was wondering what I thought about it because he's my favorite character, and I right. didn't want to give it away because mm -hmm. that's not fair. So. I'm telling you now, at first, I didn't like it. I didn't like what they did to the character. I don't think Adam Driver was used to the most of his abilities and talent. But on a second viewing, mm -hmm. it made more sense to me what happened. Because, I guess we'll get to it. We'll get yeah. to the ending in a second. But I, it made more sense what happens to Ben Solo. I mean, you could talk about it. I mean, we're, yeah, we're not going to chronological. We don't have a structure, oh, yeah. I, I guess, particularly. Like, yeah. we can just start, like, right away, like... Raylo, like what is what is what's going on there you know yeah to, to me <laughs> I, I i want lacy to start but to me i'll just say this it felt like um a little bit of a compromise it w it definitely was a compromise because you have the, her hating him the whole movie him kind of poking it you know being really antagonistic the whole movie and then towards the end obviously he gets redeemed and comes back i love them fighting together i love the scene where he grabs the lightsaber from her and he looks at the camera with like this hopeful look just like her um and i like how he does this han solo like eh, i guess i got a lightsaber now and yeah. th like that was very han solo which i loved yeah. um that's a good point the first 
viewing when he died i was so distraught that they killed him because as you guys know i've been saying oh there's no way they're gonna kill him that i was so upset that i was like how could they do this um but upon the second viewing and really thinking about the trilogy as a whole he ultimately did what anakin couldn't do and saved the person that he loved so it actually makes complete sense that he died yeah and i don't know if this is canon but it's my head canon that when a, a jedi vanishes they accepted their death and they knew it was happening well i think it also saves it from a story storytelling perspective because if you make it that anybody can give life to bring someone back and there's no consequence of giving a life like one for one mm -hmm. then that means you could bring anybody back so they had to have that okay he's sacrificing self for ray otherwise it's i'm sure you think this too like it just opens doors to like anybody can save anybody and there's no consequences and then everyone's just using force healing for everything whereas this it's kind of it made me think of that anime what am i thinking about full metal alchemist Oh, yeah. Well, Where that's just alchemy arm. in general. Right, you have to like give something to, to get, get something, something equal in return. Yeah. But I'm thinking of that anime because sure. the guy gives his arm to get a, you know, his mom back yeah. or whatever. Well, he also gives his brother's body. Right. Like, that's part of it, too. That's All right, Full Metal Alchemist podcast. Uh, <laughs> but no. that's what it made me think of. It's like the one for one, and it's good storytelling because it holds people accountable for their actions. And we all knew going into this movie that Kylo Ren has done some terrible things. So, yeah, he can be redeemed and come back in the Vader fashion, but he had to give something up to account for the things that he had done regardless if he was abused or not i know that's a lot of what people have been saying mm -hmm. but if you look at it like he sacrificed himself for ray to have a good life that's a great ending for that character so yeah. i've come to terms with it the only reason i give you a little look on the like thing because you're because you're right and I, I think you could be right the only one that screams to me is kanan Kanan actively, willingly knew exactly how that was going to go down, mm -hmm. and he didn't force ghosts or disappear. Yeah. So you that's the only one that's like total. Like oh, I think so the look was more. I thought it was oh no no no, no. more yeah. than <laughs> than any other Jedi. I think he's the one that willingly walked into death, and he's and and you're saying that's when did they you disappear. hear him? What? Did you hear him talk? Um. Well, I I was gonna bring that up, but then I was gonna say. Uh, that I think we should still stick on the same course that we're going. Well, like, let's talk about the the real movie. But yes, that was a cameo. There's the whole scene with all those voices. Right. And I talked right. to John. He says that you know they've already kind of it's floating around in, on the internet. They're in the credits. Uh, they're in the credits. Yeah. yeah. So th so all these little voices. The only one that I like directly heard the hundred percent. I guess um, the first one, right? You McGregor. Uh, well, yeah, but I w it it didn't sound. These are your final steps. Yes, but it didn't sound. I was I was very confused. I'm not. I'm like. So get I'm up bad at the jelly bean game. Like the you put it in, bean? and I'm yeah. Like I can't pick out the flavor, even though it's like it's freaking strawberry. Like should be very clear, but like I just can't hear it. Like even if a face. it's black licorice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. But my Disgusting. my thing is like the only one that I actually heard and was a hundred percent like was uh, Ahsoka. Or that's yeah. interesting because to me I heard Ewan, Ewan and Anakin. And well, Alec Guinness, they had Ray in there. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, well, another thing too. Another right. thing to remember is all those voices are male. So you hear a female voice. Yeah. It like is going to yeah. stand out as well. Oh, well, Leia though. Well, yeah, but it's also Leia. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't mean to bring it to the end of the movie. I yeah. just feel like that's the thing that people have been asking me nonstop. So I just wanted to get it out of the way so that we can focus on the rest well, of the movie. Well, I, I have to say this. I'm surprised because um, my brother and my friends uh, also saw it with us in the theater this time. And I thought they, because they're not diehard Star Wars fans, I thought they were going to say something about 
the sending stuff through the force because that's pretty controversial force healing like you just said can be very controversial and i agree like in my review i said there's some things about the force in my non-spoiler review that may affect consequences in these movies because if you can just do whatever you want and be on the brink of death and someone could bring you back uh, which we're seeing in the mandalorian now with baby yoda yeah, that's that was interesting too. That was one part where I specifically like looked at John and Lacey on my sides because I was like, yeah. that episode of Mandalorian just aired. We we kind of saw a hint of it, but as soon as she's like healing the snake, and I was you like, lo- you looked at this me, is important yeah. later in the movie, and as it is important in the. Did you notice scene. it was the same like three marks? Yeah, like it was the same type of healing. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously the hole in what's his name's uh, Kylo Ren's mm-hmm. stomach. But. I think they set up. Kylo Ren to die though Ben Solo to die because th- they said that Leia was us- using the rest of her power to do something so I think they're letting you know in advance like hey this is them using the rest of their yeah and I do like that she waited until he died to fade I thought that was right yeah beautiful. that was interesting yeah because yeah. um, it was almost like she had unfinished business even though she had passed she needed him to complete what he had to do before she let go completely and then uh, I do have to say this, though. The force power thing, because people, uh, I know, like, I don't know if they may have changed their tune, but Alex and Steve didn't like the movie from Black Series Rebels. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, you know, talking about the force powers. and they, they didn't like that. But my take on it is, you know, they brought back the Palpatine line. The dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some would consider to be unnatural. Which right. is slightly an eye roll. It is slightly an eye roll, but... Bringing someone back from the dead is literally beyond natural. So he I also mentions that Ray and Kylo Ben Solo now has um, a bond that they haven't seen for generations and generations. So right. they have a special special gifts compared to normal. Yeah, like yeah. there isn't really any explanation as to why he was able to do that technique, except for they're saying the two of them have something special because they're yeah. connected they share things yeah including physical objects even in some cases which is you know nuts, what i'm saying but they set that up in last jedi when he wipes his face and there's water on his hand sure yeah but palpatine's whole goal from the prequels and this is why it also rounds out the prequels in a way that pe- may not be direct is the goal was to uh, cheat death yes and that power does that and that's what he promised Anakin. And that's what Plagueis was trying to do. So yeah. it, it rounds out everything that Palpatine was obsessed with, his granddaughter was able to do. Which he didn't succeed, but Ben Solo did with his love for Rey. Right. You just saw it on my face, something that clicked in. <laughs> Is this bringing balance to the Force? Is this the be-all, end-all? What, what is this? What is the... I, I'm I'm guessing, okay, what we're saying is what the, the thing that they're looking for, the thing that Plagueis was looking for, Palpatine, all this cheat death, mm-hmm. it resolves in s- some sort of bonding between the two. And bonding between the two was the only thing that could bring about this being able to heal, bring about uh, being able to exchange life for another, right. all these other things. Um, that was ultimately the solution. Although Palpatine said he had the solution. He also said, I know what, how you do it. You got to kill me and I'm going to put me in you. Right. So there so is creepy. like a Sith solution and then maybe a Jedi solution. That and I think JJ and Chris Terrio, who I think definitely did a good job helping JJ with like the force stuff because apparently he's a big force nerd, is who James uh, got to 
ask questions to and stuff at you the know press it. conference. <laughs> um, the whole aspect of this force power, it's so powerful that you need to have that sacrifice element to it, which is, you know, in order to bring someone back, you have to take part of you out. Like, look, like baby Yoda was like in a coma when right. he was helping uh, Mando out and he's doing the healing thing. And then Ray healing that thing. She like, she like had to catch her breath. She was rubbing her hand. Right. There. And then uh, saving uh, Kylo Ren, it took it out of her. And then he literally gave his life by giving her her life back. So it, there, there was a, a one for one thing there. It's not just, you're healed. Let's go get a sandwich. Well, There's that's what I was saying. It's yeah, like, I, right. That's why he had to die because you couldn't just heal her and live. He had. There had to be. If I'm giving you a full life, bringing you back from yes. death, I need to die in the process. I'm trading myself for you. Right. Right. There's only a certain amount of water in two glasses, and it's either going in one glass or the other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because she was like dead. Dead. <laughs> she was. She was dead. Like little <laughs> kids are going to see dead Ray in the Rise of Skywalker. Oh. And a cutoff head of Bullio. How crazy was that? <laughs> I t- when that happened, I looked at you to be like, "Is yeah. the t- the noise it makes? It's yeah. like a thud." They yeah. like throw his head on the table. James, I want to know what do you think of Hux? Oh yeah, Hux being the spy. You made a face, by the way. I don't know if you realized you did. You made a face like. Well, do you remember what I did? You want uh. <laughs> until he I said i don't care if i don't want you to win i just need kylo ren to lose out loud went Ugh. if he st- if he rolled up like magneto in x-men 2 and was like hey guys we're camping out now and we're all friends and we're gonna <laughs> do things together like that would have been so bad but the fact that he's like i don't care if you win i just need right. him to lose yeah so so i think that's an interesting use of the character i also was thinking they did a pretty good job at being like split right down the middle he's half force awakens hux half last jedi humorous hux they really did a a good job there um i i I don't i don't know i don't know i feel like we've spent a lot of time with hux and even though he's saying i don't care i feel like he would care i don't know i have to i have a lot to think about on on hux but I I don't I didn't know how they were gonna get out of that scene and I can tell you I did not expect uh, him to be able to uh, just turn around and shoot the guys or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um. What do you what do you what do you think the second time around with him? With Hux, I cheered the first time. You were the one that went ugh. I cheered. I thought it was a, a good way to handle the character, but it explains why Donald Gleason has not been at any of the press conferences. Yeah. I mean, um, I would say he's in the movie almost just as much as um, Last Jedi. No, Allegiant General Pride. Oh yeah, I thought Richard he's E. Grant was good. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. Bad boy, sorry, though. blanking his yeah. name. You know who we did get to see finally together? Snoke. No, we saw like five of we them. We saw Snoke and Snoke. There was a test tube, baby Snoke. Yeah, right. well, there's but like not really five baby, in there, like old man test tube. Yeah, Snoke. So, which is still weird. We're I gonna still figure that wrap out. My head around that. Yeah. That whole Snoke thing was a circus. What? Andy Serkis plays Snoke. Oh, wow. Oh. Goodness. <laughs> um, no, Poe, Finn, and Ray being together, what did you think? I would like to say that I totally got the dynamics right, where Ray and Poe would butt heads, and then Finn would be like the mediator between the two of them. I think you did say that. I did say that. Yeah. So that was a good call there. But there was a hint of romance between Poe oh, and, and yeah. Ray at the beginning. They're doing that like Han Leia back and forth thing, and then well, she falls through the sand, and he catches her. Like I remember the first time I saw the movie, I was like, 
are they is this gonna happen so i i picked up on that too which i think that goes all the way back to when i pointed out that in the the audio version of the novelization it was like i'm ray and she's like you know all flustered or whatever and he's like i know and it was like this thing that wasn't in the movie but it was like i think that that was like originally kind of supposed to be the idea here and that's where they're going from right but um i i saw what was happening in the movie but i I knew that it wasn't going to happen because as soon as Zori showed up, it was different. But leading I, well, up we to knew that, that there was little, like a romantic. Like that, a that's how they marketed it. I I gotta be honest. I didn't think Zori Bliss needed to be in the movie. She really didn't. She and you what could tell she, it. And she it didn't sounded need like Carrie Russell too, doing this like raspy like, "Hey man, right. yeah, what's up? It's me, Flyboy." Yeah, I he I was thought a spice runner. Yeah. I was like, "Why are you talking like that?" I <laughs> I did. I thought it was weird when she showed back up. Because she didn't do anything. Get she out just of here, trash ship. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you talking like that? Yeah. I, yeah. Do you so, need a cough drop? <laughs> so I didn't like her necessarily showing <laughs> up cold. again, but I did like her use at the beginning of the movie. That's fair. Did yeah. you like Babu? I'll tell you what I absolutely did not like. <laughs> I did not like Babu Frick popping up in that ship. Oh, <laughs> I, I was like, "What is this? A Muppet movie? Get well, out of here!" Well, you ever see? Uh, it reminded me of the Porg on the window in Last Jedi, oh, and I was like, "This is stupid." Flight of the Navigator. No, I mean, I have. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> like when that little thing pops up. I, I mean, don't have a problem with that. He was cute, yeah. but I feel like why is he in the ship? Because he's Babu Frick. That's uh, why he didn't need to. Come. So interestingly uh, enough, there were a couple characters that I was surprised <laughs> spoke English. Which is in English and Star Bulio? Wars. Yeah, Bulio. Bulio, Dio, Dio, and Babu Frick. W- I don't think anybody knew that Dio was going to speak. He wasn't supposed so to. W- that yeah. was a last minute change. Yes. We've heard. Yeah, we, we were told this. All Uh-oh. same with Bulio. <laughs> was it same with Bulio too? Yeah, he yeah. was supposed to sound Geonosian. It was like... Ong- well, uh, 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 that's not Geonosian. Oh, Geonosian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Of. So yeah. that was a last minute change, which I get. You know, general audiences are going to Well, like, you, you know why? Because it was probably like, what character is going to be talking to him? It's Finn. Finn doesn't know these languages. The weird thing, though, about Bulio that I mm-hmm. noticed the second time is when he talks to him at to begin with, he's speaking in an English accent. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes back to him and he goes, what can we do for you? He's like, end the war. Like he says mm-hmm. it in a different voice than the British accent that he started with. And I was like, what? Just happened. Well, he lost his mind. Mm. Let's be Notice honest. it on the third viewing, because <laughs> I noticed. Them. Yeah, um, I agree though, Lacey. Uh, I think what made the movie, and it's pretty much the theme of the movie, is it's not the family you come from; it's the family you choose. Yeah. Uh, as as direct and literal as the Palpatine thing, uh, Ray obviously taking the Skywalker. Well, they name. say that in the movie, don't they? They allude to it, but uh, that's been like the theme in TFA too. Like Finn, like leaving the First Order and finding his new family. That's I, I ran yeah. right into you, like that sort of thing. But the three of them and the the year jump was so important because, like you say, you can have uh, Poe getting off the ship and like it's not. I just met you, and it's still like we're not no, close enough. They were like, we've been close enough where I can be like, you're a jerk. Like I don't, I don't like what you did there, and that's yeah. Yeah, well, that's another that's another <laughs> example. Walking out of the theater, um, I, you said, how good was John Boyega in this movie as the mediator? Because there's a couple lines in there where he's like, isn't he always, you know, yeah. and it's just things yeah. like that. And then, um, or he's digging him about how he's not Leia. He's like, that's for sure. That was crazy. <laughs> like, that was John a dynamic Bo- that I didn't expect. Yeah. 
And the and two of them good. together, they talked about how much fun they had. It was obvious in this movie that yeah. Oscar Isaac, from the opening scene of them together yeah. playing Chewie yeah. in, uh, what's it called? Like Dejaric. Dejaric. Yeah. Like you just immediately knew. Oh, when they were like time. studying. Yeah. Like seeing oh, what I like that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And they were going yeah. back and forth. They were just so good at like these little quips. Like really. We're not going to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. He's cheating. He cheated. <laughs> you know what just occurred to me? Just popped into my head. Let's, let's talk about this really quick. Because I thought, oh, that's going to be explained later, and it never was. How was that not the ship that Chewie was on? There was there two. two. There were two? Yes. There were two. I looked the second time. I didn't time, know the first time two. either. Because like, I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm like, okay, that's clearly the ship, and then they blow him up, and I was like, okay, well, I know, because I watched the trailer. Yeah. I know he's there's... running down the ship. The, yep. Yeah. So actually, you know, I've said that before. If you watch the trailers, you, it might give away something. The but first time he saw I, it, he literally had tears in his eyes. I looked yeah. over... Well, I thought it was a Rogue One Rogue One situation where that scene with him running down the hallway is not in the movie, and they put it in there so that we wouldn't think he would die. The look oh, on John's wow. face so I was, was like, full tears, and he literally out loud... I believed the trailer, and went, I, I knew it. No. <laughs> yeah, because I thought, like, Ray's, Ray's so. senses people through the Force. She saw Chewie die or something, because she's... Right. Screamed. And she's the one that used force lightning. And speaking, yes. oh gosh, yeah, yeah we got to talk about that. Yeah. But but what I was gonna say was though, I, I think, I think this is something like Kylo Ren causing a vision or some something that has to do with her dark side tendencies is maybe causing her to see something that isn't there. Yeah, you know, they were doing a lot of that. Obviously, they don't see each other's surroundings, no. uh, which right. is another right. carryover, yeah. but. Um, I was thinking maybe that had something to do with it, but I guess by the end of the movie, I'm like, <laughs> I guess there just was another Which ship. They did know. it a lot there cooler was. There this was time, I felt, where they added, like, they turned the lights down, they did some color correction when she was in those force bonds with him, so you knew they were in a force bond. Interesting. Okay. Like, yeah. with Ryan the Johnson's, they were just standing wherever they were standing, right. which is fine, but this one, like, especially the festival scene, everything behind her was in, in slow motion. Yeah. And also, uh, two things. They brought back that echo sound where yep. you knew, like, zoom, yep. like they're in that, that thing. Oh, pull the air out of the room. Yeah. yeah. And the object to identify where they were. So uh, th when the Vader mask fell, he's like, she's on my ship. The necklace. Or the yeah. necklace. This is from Pasana. Like, that's crazy. That's like Hayden Christensen jumper style. But I didn't care. I loved it. I loved it, too. I, I, yeah, that's another one of those things where I'm like, like somebody gives you a little bit, where do you go with it? Like yeah. if you want to pull on that string, just like think about J.J. Abrams watching or reading or understanding what The Last Jedi was. He sees that and he goes, oh, that's cool. Like where would, where what would be the next logical step of that? Probably somebody like uh, getting closer, 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 and then like Touching grabbing, so, you know, grabbing. Right. So it's like. Which is funny because some of the reviews are saying that it has no imagination. And That's a lot of the reviews are saying they completely uh, w went back on everything Ryan Johnson did. And he actually took some of the things Ryan Johnson started and made them a focal point of pushing the plot. Uh, so I, I, I don't I agree with that critique. What did we I, think? I of think the reason that critique exists, though, is because you they they pushed Ray was a nobody. Then they really pushed that Ray was a nobody. And then they came back in this one and said that it. Uh, that I guess they hinted. Yeah. At you know Ray was a nobody in the first one, but right. but Ryan Johnson made it a thing, and his whole story there, which I don't want to go, I don't want to do a right. Last Jedi discussion right now, but his whole thing being, uh, you, uh greatness can come from anywhere. Anyone you don't have to have a history. Right. You you know what I mean. And the specialness of that story is kind of 
But I think the wet toweled right now. Right, but I think the overarching theme of this trilogy, the sequel trilogy, isn't necessarily just finding your family. It's also knowing where you come from and not letting it define you. Like Kylo Ren came from a legacy of gigantic heroes and he was like no I'm going against that whereas Ray came from complete evil and was completely good right so I feel like that's the theme and it wasn't necessarily you're a nobody and and that's the the whole thing like why Palpatine wanted to kill her because he saw what she became which was a Jedi so which is weird because then they admit in that flashback with Leia that she turned down becoming a Jedi because she was afraid that her son Right. Would she'd end up killing her son, wasn't it? That's uh, what the message was. That something would happen to him. It was either he was going to turn to the dark side or he was going to die. die. He was going to die. Yeah, but then he die. dies anyway. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. What? Did I miss something? In the Luke, when Luke was talking when to. When Luke was training Leia and she stopped training oh. on her last night because she got a vision that her son was going to die at the hand of her becoming a Jedi. So it's very similar to like the Anakin, like, I'm going to stop what I'm doing because Padme will die. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think... And then it happened anyway. I think yeah. the dialogue of what Luke was saying at that point was just like... Wasn't it a lot? Okay, Blowing so past reaction? me because I'm like... That happened to me the first time, too. I'm like yeah. looking at the scene and I'm like, first of all, I lose because that's a green lightsaber. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. that was one thing. But from that point on, I'm, I'm going... Okay, so what are we looking at here? Oh, the, okay, so she's gonna, she's young. They're, I, I'm assuming that's Luke too. Oh, How they're both wearing helmets. I see what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he pulls the thing up, and I'm like, uh, wh- okay, that looks but just I like get, him. I guess my thing is like, I m- my process here was how are people going to react to this? They already were weird about Tarkin. They already were weird about young Leia and Rogue One. I thought Mark Hamill looked great. I don't think Carrie Fisher looked good. Like there was something a little like it looked video gamey to me. Yeah, I, I actually think they both looked a little video gamey. I don't know. Mark Hamill's looked so good to me. I think because his but I also his think face Leia looked amazing looked in Rogue One. His face didn't. Yeah, his face didn't move. It was whereas hers shook, right? Her, hers like she made a face, so it, like moved. Hers, his just stared. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. You're right. But I, I still thought it was cool because it's a way to get them two together and and a uh, little flashback and show that Ray, that uh, whole flashback Lady looked Stone. straight off the cover of a Legends novel. Didn't it? It looked so good. I don't, I don't know how to or explain it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, man. I like it to, to me. It it looked like. 90s Star Wars, yeah. like With the, the outfits, the look, of something it, yeah. about that, and I wonder if you know we're not just versed enough. Maybe they pulled that from something Someone like tell us some Skywalker <laughs> novel <laughs> where Luke and Leia were training and they or had could these have been outfits. Jason or and Jaina solo training. Or oh, that's something. a good yeah. point too. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looked old school. Um, what do you think of Mark though? Of Luke Skywalker yeah. showing up? I was waiting to see a reaction, and you honestly didn't have one. Yeah, I kind of just. <laughs> Straight through the movie. Just Everyone else clapped. James was just... Well, that's why, uh, like, <laughs> last week you guys were asking me about all these reactions, like, yeah. yelling in the movie and stuff, and I was like, I, I just, like, absorb so it. we both thought him catching the saber and saying you... I cringed. A Jedi's weapon deserves more respect was a, a kick in the sack to Ryan Johnson with the throwing of the saber thing. I cringed the first time I saw Mark Hamill. It's so an interesting thought. He catches it, and then he goes, a Jedi's weapon deserves more respect. But I think now watching it a second time, it comes across to me as he's doing it to make I, fun at what he did. I understand. But the first time I saw it, I definitely was like, Ugh. You can do both, though. It yes. can be Luke saying, 
I was stupid. I made a mistake. And it could be JJ saying, that's not, that's not what we do. That's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I like the Luke scene. I like the, the, the X-Wing lifting with Yoda's theme and, and Luke like smiling because he's kind of like, I finally did it. Oh, that got the biggest cheer tonight was okay. him picking up the X-Wing. Uh, yeah, with, with Yoda's theme playing just like an Empire. Uh, yeah. Very fan service but I don't care. I thought it was good. Uh, it was cool seeing Octo again with Ray there in this different situation. I loved Ghost Luke sitting down. You did. Like, you did like fun that. little nod to Obi Wan, but you know what's funny? I didn't. I didn't like his look. Well, you um, hate Force Ghosts. Let's he had a very long haircut. Well, no, it's no. I'm talking about you mean the aura. The aura, like the he seemed way more see through mm. than he seemed like he was like a blue highlighter or something. <laughs> like th- there was something odd going on there. And Luke, I <laughs> Luke, yeah. I m- the funny thing to me is like I thought when. Like maybe go back and if I look back at the special editions or something, I feel like Obi Wan in Return of the Jedi almost looked like he was fully colored, like with just like I know what you mean, kind of like low opacity and maybe like a little glue Even blue around Force the outside. Yoda looked a little different, but this looked like mm. they like outlined him in blue and then like raised his glow mm-hmm. and then just like Out, took away stroke. all of his act yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. something weird was going on with like how he looked and maybe it was nighttime versus daytime or something that they were right. trying to do i don't know i didn't expect to see octo in general though what was your favorite both of you your favorite fan servicey moment mine was chewy getting the medal at the end yeah i was gonna say that and honestly guys every single one of these fan servicey moments where I feel like leading up to this, all of us equally were like, we hope it's not too fan servicey. I loved it. And I, and everybody in the audience cheered at all the little moments, like Wedge turning up. I, I have two. And one is very just not deep at all. And it's just Lando, Billy D. Williams, laughing and having a good time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> because like sometimes Star Wars fans are like, it's got to be serious and dark. And, they gotta, and he's just like, ha, ha. Here we go, Chewy. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, that's what I wanted to see. Uh, to to piggyback off of that a little bit. Um, and my other one, I'll give it a second. Oh yeah, I, I I have been watching Billy D more recently in the past couple of years because he's kind of been back yeah. in our view, sure. and I've been concerned that his like his real personality was going to be what he puts on screen, mm-hmm. which does not feel like Lando. Right, and in this movie. That was, Lando. that was Lando. JJ it, got it out of him. It felt like he, <laughs> like when he does interviews and stuff, he seems like, like kind hey, almost like yeah, bummed, man. but he's like, I'm really happy right now. Right. I'm just sitting here really happy. Right. And I was like, that doesn't feel like Lando. And in the movie, I felt like he was like almost, you know, had a little hop in his step. He was I guess like, that was him. Good to be. I did too. I think. Oh, in the thing? Yeah. So yeah. he's like, come with well, me or whatever. One of you two said they're going to meet him on Pasana or whatever. That was okay. you? Yeah. There you go. So when they met him, when the first screening we went to, mm-hmm. I leaned over and I went, it's Lando. Right. Well, it did seem like it was similar to his skiff costume from Return of the Jedi. Yes. And the covering. That's why I thought it was. Yeah. But um, my other moment, and this is really fan servicey, but, and I don't know that it hit me in the first one. I knew it happened, but it didn't hit me in the way that it did in the second one is, uh, Han saying I know to Ben without having to make him say I love you. He's like dad. He dad and then he starts crying. It's like the end of Field of Dreams. I'm sorry but it is. Dad you want to have a catch? That's what this is for Star Wars. Like dad like 
Kylo Ren saying dad, first of all. It killed me the second time around. And then him saying, I know, like, you don't need to say it. I know. And that's the callback to him saying, I know, to Leia, obviously. Right. And it was also, I think it was not only I love you, but it was also like an I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. But it's still weird because it's his own memory, though. And that, and you know what? That's fine. Coming to terms, I guess. That's fine. Because we we see his memory and we see the manifestation of Han Solo there. And they reenact the scene pretty much, but it goes the way that, uh, the opposite way it did the first time. He touches him on the face, the same exact spot. Uh, He holds the lightsaber out in front of him. And now this time he turns around, Han's gone, but he takes the lightsaber and chucks it. Right. Um, and then that was, to me though, uh, I hate to say it, that was the end of the character for me uh, in a big way because I didn't like Ben Solo as much as Kylo Ren. I thought the music, the, the way they changed his theme to a lighter thing they did. felt very like pippy to me. His Old Navy Henley tee that he runs up in. Yeah, and he still had the whole... <laughs> th- but I did think that too. I like, <laughs> he, he felt... Not like in a bad way, but like he felt a little yeah. underdressed. Just and then when like he, he jumps on a sweater and or something. he hits he says, and he goes, ouch, that's so Han Solo. But it, I didn't like his like the new version of his theme. Like, da, 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 da. it's like I didn't pick up on that. It but was very like pippy. He played his role for the end of the movie. And he didn't have any dialogue at the end, too. He really didn't. I think they wasted him a little bit yeah. after the Han Solo It was almost like the moment. They realized we don't know who Ben Solo is. <laughs> what like no one knew what ben solo was like we've seen kylo ren be conflicted but we never saw full ben solo except the little kid in the sleeping bag that's true so that was ben solo if that's ben solo then i'm sorry i like kylo ren better he finished his grandfather started no i agree i i (laughs) i liked it better the second time around the ending but so so just on the way back we didn't have we actually did not have like a lot of discussion over this we we um it was really just sat down yeah Yeah, we bought um but one thing that we did talk about is is john you brought up the fact that 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 his fighting seemed a little marvelly or whatever and that literally like didn't even occur to me i just thought i like what's going on here with you know the yeah I, I was like yeah. that's that's really cool mm-hmm. and like i was i was thinking um uh ray was gonna get residency on vegas because she's like watch <laughs> the lightsaber yeah. and it's gone and it's gone yeah and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i just realized dude imagine palpatine's yeah. like <laughs> yeah do it again no do it, it again it, how'd you do that it cuts back and it's Penn and teller though? and they're like you fooled us the like <laughs> sit the audience goes <gasps> Yeah, right. Which yeah. I didn't, again pick up the first. No, but time. It, but that right. was sweet because then it goes back to him and he's got the blue and I think there, uh, like, I think there really is something cool and special about seeing that character with a blue lightsaber. Sure. Um, ben Solo definitely fights different than Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is raw; he punches people in the face. Like they were fighting different. I th- I'm not going to be able to speak on this. I I'll have to, to see it more times. Really? Because he did a very similar kill where he got the guy through the back. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if you were to put the fighting style of what he does in The Last Jedi to this one, he's more graceful, I would say, in this one than he is. Because <laughs> he, he has pippy music this time. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, he's less, like, do, 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 do. I do you like the shot, though, happening. where he's looking directly at the camera and he's, like, having that moment with Ray. I really enjoyed that. that. Yeah, that was oh, cool. were they nod to each other? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. It's the acknowledgement of, like, we're gonna do this. What was your favorite fan servicey moment yeah. then, Lacey? 
I said Chewie with the medal at the end. Oh, okay. I was so happy when he got his medal. And then I noticed at the end when they pull out, when everyone's celebrating and they're hugging and everything, Chewie's showing his medal C-3PO. Is he? Yes. Oh, wow. Mm. And C-3PO's going like this. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to be the guy, but Chewie did already get a medal <laughs> in the comic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't get Hans though. So, so, so JJ, so a, a comic artist came along and said, "I'm going to do this right," and right. they gave the medal. But they made sure he got it, and then now JJ, not knowing that, I'm sure confident, just to be did it fair. Again. At the 1997 MTV Movie Awards, Chewbacca <laughs> got the Lifetime <laughs> Achievement yeah. Award. And Carrie Fisher gave him a medal. Yeah. yeah, and it was Peter Mayhew in the suit. Nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you, you want to wait on uh, other fan servicey moments that you liked, or uh, I'm trying to think what else? Oh, I have a bad feeling about this being Lando. I really liked that. Yeah, that's cool. Honestly, I I, I was thinking going into it that they were like, oh, it's going to be a lot of fan service, and I thought that was going to be like, I mean, we even kind of heard Ahsoka in the movie, you know, yeah. and I was like, okay, so maybe we'll see him, maybe we'll see someone from the Rebels crew. Maybe we'll, you know, see this or that. Is that and yours? A, a lot of that, the ghost yeah. showing up. I mean. The voices? I mean, I think it might be the voices. I think that's probably the closest I would come to saying that's a fan servicey thing that didn't necessarily need to be there, but oh, they did to like. Ezra, just I think, to, is in it too, by the way. You do think Ezra's in it? I think so. I think they said, because who's the kid who plays Oh, him? oh, the voices, yeah. you're saying. Okay. I was like. What? It's, it's Taylor <laughs> Gray, right? Um, yeah. Because here's the question. Is Ahsoka still alive? We don't know. Is Ezra? We don't know. Do we assume they're dead because there were voices? They could be calling to her from another location. Because everyone else is dead. Yeah, but Leia spoke to Ben when she was alive. Leia spoke to Luke when she was alive. Mm. They could just be calling to Ray. Which, the, by the, the way, there's a lot there. Obviously, there, I think there, the answer a, is we don't know. There's a more so. important force-sensitive person we have to talk about. But go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that shot going into the voices talking. Yes. Um, it's from the Hunger Games. It's also Rocky, though. It's very Rocky. It's very mm. Hunger Games. What Catching are you about? fire when she's laying on the ground and the whole stadium is crumbling around her, and she's looking up at all her friends dying. I didn't see Hunger Games. Well, it's the same exact shot. Do you watch Rocky? <laughs> no. Oh. Mickey says, get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey loves you. Okay. I guess we're saying all types of words on this podcast now. You can't say that? <laughs> <laughs> you just did. It's, so. on t- it's on TV. It's also yeah. very Captain Marvel. where Poe po said, get your shiny ass. You have a microphone. You don't need to yell. I'm sorry. I got a little <laughs> excited. All right. Force sensitive. Finn. Yes. Yeah. He definitely he definitely is for sense. Oh. And, and 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 even if you want to say like he's just kind of in touch with it, he is just about as much as Leia was. Yep. And we know that that ultimately led to Leia being force sensitive as well. Like I think to, that's to what a, he's trying to tell her. That when is he's, what, yeah. That, yeah, that's right. when he's like I need to tell you something. Right. That's what he's going to tell her. Yeah. Is that he's force sensitive? Oh, that's interesting. And then at the end... They didn't really answer that question, but that's a good answer to the question. That's what it is, I think. Yeah. And they're setting it up for the rest of the movie. Now, there is... Or, like, future movies. Yeah. There is one thing I wanted to address that I saw a lot of online that I didn't address because it's spoilery and I didn't want people to see it. There have been a lot of people complaining that Rey ended up alone and on Tatooine in the desert, which is not fair to her. I'm going to say this right now. She is not alone, first of all. She's with BB-8. Second of all, she's not staying on Tatooine. She's paying 
like memorial to the skywalkers that's it she's gonna get back on the falcon and leave people seem to think that she's stuck there i think she lives there you think she lives on tatooine Mm -hmm. no way no way i think she's she's carrying on the legacy there now no way yeah i think she went there to bury the lightsabers and she's leaving because she slid down on her little sled like it was just like what her home was on jakku but now she's ray skywalker like i think she's burying them and leaving yeah, I didn't take it that way. That's interesting. I think if I was going to pick a side here, I would lean more towards Lacey. I didn't take it that she was right? planning it on was staying. Just, she was just looking at the sunset. I got the impression that she was saying, I got one more thing I got to do. Oh, that's yep. cool. Taking it to the, the final resting place, bearing it, you know, mm-hmm. saying goodbye. And then that at that moment, she goes, okay, I'm a Skywalker. But I don't think she's like, well, if I'm a Skywalker, then I just got to live here. Uh, you right. Know? And I, I, I just think she just... Exactly. Looking at the twin binary sunset, sure. mm-hmm. her like Luke looking to the next adventure. That's where I got the it's open to more mm. stories. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Uh, maybe like her story's just beginning, basically. Yeah. By the way, did you guys notice what Ray did when she got back at the end? Uh, when she got back to like the base? She hugged no. them? She went up to bb8 and checked to make sure his antennas weren't yes bent. i saw that oh <laughs> that's cool that so is cute. so adorable because sh- she fixes it when she first meets him at the very end of the last jedi she says your antenna's bent and fixes it again and now at the end of this one she checks and they're not bent and he goes with her to tattoo right so yeah. i wonder if it's her droid now oh yeah i think so yeah okay now, Whoa, now hold on you think bb8's raised droid now yeah because yeah. why po would poe's got r2 i don't think it goes like that guys i think so I it, it, I I get that His like resistance brain is going. <laughs> You're right. Oh. Yeah, right. My resistance brain. Like the TV show Resistance. Yeah. What about it? Poe is BB-8's like all about Poe. Yeah. Also in the in the Force Awakens movies. Yeah. yeah. Poe starts to love. A hundred percent. Like BB-8 and Poe are like this. Like you're not gonna split them up. Gray. And uh, just because BB-8 went with her on this, I mean, there's. This is totally like you got to imagine a time of peace. There's uh, everything's done. Who knows how much time has passed? I, I just kind of uh, I don't know why he's there necessarily. I don't know. I think that's ju- I think that's just to mirror the beginning of her story. Bookends. Yeah, she met uh, BB-8 on Jakku, and then our adventure started. And just for the sake of the movie. At the end, she's with him, and she's on a desert planet. It very mirrors her story, like with the sun, sunset, sunrise. I right. Think. Yeah. Now, it, which was great that she's looking at the sunrise this time, where Luke was looking at the sunset. I, yeah. I love those parallels and those mm-hmm. types of bookend th- things. I love that. So um, what do you think of Palpatine? Now that we've seen it, you've been waiting for it. The cackles. First time in my review, I wrote that it was underwhelming and it didn't deliver the way I thought it needed to i thought it was going to be way bigger but then the second time i paid attention to more things and i liked it a little better creep yeah but i didn't like his his voice was still not what i needed it to sound like it sounded more like ian mcdarmid or like palpatine and not the emperor like like when you listen to less gravelly when you listen to his voice not even not even that like when you listen to his voice in return of the jedi it was it's so distinct like because that's the cackle they brought back in the trailer and i'm like that's palpatine and this time it just sounded like old man ian mcdarmott the voice they didn't get jj didn't get it right in the voice but that's a nitpick i i still loved seeing him 
And um, what did uh, you think of that big machine he's on? That big. I didn't like that. What was that? It was just keeping him alive, or, or yeah, or, that's yeah. how I took it. It was just like something that was like a it life was, support. It was yeah. very superhero to me. Like it was so sci-fi. And his like ghosted eyes. Yeah, it was very. I was very okay with that. It was very sci-fi. I didn't like that. I I had this idea in my head that they were going to take what Return of the Jedi Palpatine was and monsterfy him, and so yeah. it, it like melt his face even more, or or add like greens and browns like dirt, you right. know, dirty gringe and stuff. And uh, I what they kind of I mean they did a little bit of that, but I think like overall the big thing that was supposed to be scary dead zombie-ish of him was the whites of the eyes. I think zombie's probably the best word here is like he's back from the dead and like when you think of zombies you don't think of them having pupils. What did you think of the body possession, energy stealing bit of it? Like he sucks the life out of them. I didn't like that. I really didn't. I didn't like think it regenerated it, him. I didn't think it was needed. Like he could fight them and beat them up, and you'd still get the same ending. I think it's just that force power of regeneration, and he took it from them. So maybe they're hinting that he did that to other people. Yeah, could be. Mm. Uh, maybe that's why someone's looking for Baby Yoda in the Mandalorian. Could be connected. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. It could be. We're obviously we're recording this post episode seven, right. chapter seven of Mandalorian. Chapter seven of the right. yeah yeah. <laughs> Force Awakens is out, everybody. <laughs> it's good. Go See check it theaters. out on Blu-ray, uh, and Disney Plus. But but before episode eight, and it is chapter very possible. Eight. Chapter eight is what I mean. Yeah, and chapter eight could very well be like you know they harvest these. Who are we keeping this baby from? Who hired you? And he's like, I don't know, someone from a planet named. Exima or whatever. What was that planet? Exegol. Exegol. Yeah. yeah. I, I and would we'll be, be like, we get it. Imagine the end of the Mandalorian, whether it's just this season or the end of the series, it flashes to that planet and it shows what he was doing this whole time, which is harvesting these creatures and, and getting their force powers to regenerate his body. Because it has to be what it is. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think they'll show that. I think it's more likely what I just said, like a one word reference to the movie just a nod because they yeah. show his fingers are all rotted different yeah. budgets yeah so i still have questions though of how he fell down that shaft survived and <laughs> you think that's the big question no I he can't. has kids i mean yeah that's crazy. i'm just talking about how he's alive not necessarily into his f- but let's get into honestly that. how does he have kids I how does he know. have kids so he had a son yeah race dad race dad yeah yeah so steve palpatine race dad <laughs> Steve. It rhymes with Sheev. Oh, okay. And he's a normal guy. <laughs> right? Logical. Is he, so does he have force powers or is this a skipper generation? Nah. So I, he, yeah, had, I he had it, but he didn't pursue it, kind of like Leia Maybe with Ben? Maybe that's what it was. Uh, uh, her parents were so heartbroken. And her like mom had Bray buns. They didn't seem like filthy drunk traders. They seemed like sweet people. The, the, yeah. The, this, is, this is odd to me because... A lot of questions. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So when, you know, when is Ray born and then like how old were they? You know what I mean? Those people, if I had to guess, I'd say I they, 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 they were roughly 30. Didn't they say they left her there when she was like seven or eight? So this is five, like. Five, I thought. So oh, five. So right. her parents would have had to been born, let's call it, somewhere after Palpatine. I mean, after Revenge of the Sith. So he's already like messed up. The dad, if say, let's say for argument's sake he's 30. The Force Awakens takes place 30 years after Return of the Jedi. His daughter's five years old, that guy. 
So we could say he was born maybe five years before Return of the Jedi, which is what? He was born five years before Return I mean, of the Jedi? I mean, I'm just trying to... I don't think that makes sense. Because then he would be 30 when she was... Oh, maybe he was born around the time of Return of the Jedi? I don't or know. Or maybe they made... Maybe he made the sun what are you in a talking test about? tube like Snoke. Hmm. Force Awakens is 30 years after right. Return of the Jedi. Right. So, right? so Rey was born 10 years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So he already had a son at this point. He already had a son. And he... Let's say the guy was... So then maybe he was born 20 years before Return of the Jedi? Does that sound more right? So he was still the Emperor though, right? Palpatine was, yeah. So someone's... someone's but I'm saying he's weird and disfigured at this point, so I, I'm... I'm telling you, it's got to be test tube. Like with Snoke, where they're growing bodies and that... Can we talk about that? They were like two Snokes. <laughs> I think there were more than two. I think there were like five. I know, but I only saw two. Yeah. And they looked exactly like Snoke. The, I, I will say that I was a little worried right at the beginning of the movie when they were just rolling out plot to you. You know, I think but how cool was that mowing I'm down back. part? I created so Snoke. Also, she's a Palpatine. I, I also, want, you know what I mean? That's I later want, in the movie, but they, they were hinting at I think, her secret origin. I think that was the smartest thing JJ could have done. Because if they blindside you at the end of the movie, M. Night Shyamalan style, and say, Ray, you're my granddaughter. And people are going to be like, oh, like at the end of the movie. But if you hit them with it immediately, like in the crawl, Palpatine sent a message. He's back. In the like first ten minutes, Ray, you're a Palpatine. Then it's like we watch the rest of the movie with that lens, so we absorb the movie with that lens. If they just say she's a nobody, 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 then the last five minutes they're like, the aliens don't like water. You're like, oh, yeah, it's gonna feel cheap. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. What? It's gonna feel cheap. That old lady in the elevator is the devil. Oh, it's like I don't like those like Shyamalan horrible twists like you can't end star wars that way so i think he purposely wanted to get out in front of it the same way like he debunked those theories he's like i need to squash this stuff so people don't go in thinking you know finn and poe are getting together or whatever i don't get though why kylo ren was just immediately like okay uh about what joining the emperor well don't they say that in the crawl they say that he is following him not because of his because he wants a new... Uh, they also explain it during the movie, too. Not because he wants a new master, but because he wants to uh, snuff out all of his competition. He doesn't want his power usurped. Yeah. So he went there to confront Palpatine. Yeah. And then he threw the Ray, the Ray card. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh. Yeah. Dang. So yeah. he's like, so I guess some of Palpatine's goals also line up with mine. I also want to find her. He wants to find her, so I guess I'll go after her. But then when he finds her, he goes, "You got to understand, my ultimate plan is to take him it's, out." It's it's it's. What did Kylo Ren want to be more than anything in the world? Darth Vader. It's true. Darth Vader reaches his hand out to Luke and say, "We can overthrow the Emperor." He's doing the same thing. That's true. Yeah, um, guys, we got to talk about Finn though. Force sensitive Finn to me is like just a huge part of this movie that. I think a lot of people skipped over. Like, I talked to people, and they're like... The command ship, I feel it, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, so much of that movie, he was showing How that he's pumped is John Boyega right now? He's so pumped. <laughs> because <laughs> if they if they bring back these characters, he can be a Jedi. He could be a Jedi, yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that's so How cool. How pumped is John Boyega? That's, that's why you know now in the press tour, he's like, JJ's my guy. <laughs> like, JJ, he didn't send me to the casino. 
to get he told. He didn't make me a trash man again. Yeah, he he didn't he didn't have me have someone explain something to me for an hour and a half. He uh, made me a Jedi. But um, the other thing, had, what do you think about how they handled Leia? I thought it was beautiful. I really, really liked it. And I think that they spent a good chunk of time, money, and effort to make her look legit. And I thought it was the perfect way to send her off. What way to be, to send off that character than to save her son? Mm-hmm. But what That's about what, what Leia would have done. What about from a... Not just save her son, save her, save Rey by reaching out to her son. Is your question a technical real world question of how do how they, how they, how do they yeah. handle it? Oh. So story, story reasons, I agree with you. They made her a bigger part of this movie than I could have imagined. Yeah, she was in a lot more than I thought she was going to be. Yeah. Um, but technically wise, you and I talked about this, but what do you think first viewing? I thought that in a lot of ways it felt exactly like what it was, which was... And uh, maybe that's because I know the inside baseball of it. But I'm looking at a scene and I'm going, shouldn't really say that to that person. Uh, like every uh, line I was aware you lost that that, that was. Of well, I think there was something going on in my head that it was like, um, tell me when you get back. And I'm like, I bet that was supposed to be for Han. Yeah. You Wait, know what I mean? Did you think that's Every it? line to me no. was like, who was this person? Who was she delivering that line to originally, or how was this worked in? I got so lost in that I was actually seeing Carrie Fisher speaking in a movie. I did too after her first couple of lines with Ray at the beginning, which uh, we've already seen, kind of. I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's that. This is going to be it." And yep. then all of a sudden, she's just popping up and talking to all different sorts of people and doing different things. Yeah, I'm like, "This is bigger than I expected." And as long as people look at it in the prism of this is what they had to do. I hope they're not going to be disappointed by the use of Carrie. And I don't think so. I think even the sheet part was beautiful where yes. she's underneath the sheet and it's clearly her mm-hmm. with Maz. And I love that she was with R2 because the first time we see her, she's with R2. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that I, I didn't think of that, part, but, that but that's good. Gutted. What? Even the second time when Chewie comes back and they tell him. Oh, man. And even Finn's just like. They're all just devastated, and Chewie gets on his knees like, good job by Jonas. I looked around in the audience tonight, and there were a bunch of people crying. I saw, um, not to call out his mom, but Jeremy's mom was crying. <laughs> Jeremy's mom was crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now, he's like, <laughs> sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jeremy's mom. We saw you. <laughs> we saw you uh, wiping <laughs> some tears. Um, no, I thought Chewie was great. Uh, I thought the handling of Leia was great. Um, but, you know, that's, again, JJ, you can call it fan service, but to me, bookends mean a lot to me and that's closing the book on leia and r2 like the first time we see leia she's with r2 it's a very iconic moment and at the end he's right in front of her again i think chewie shined in this movie i thought chewie he was got great his, in this movie he's got he got his moments that i feel like didn't get as many moments maybe in when the he, last jedi when he growls at hux when he says yes. han solo i'm like yeah rip his head off. he blows his hair yeah, <laughs> yes so good he said what did he say this beast used to fly, fly with, with han, han solo, solo or something yeah. Yeah. Um. I, just because I want to get it on record, I was talking to you. I might be crazy. I think I saw Christopher Sean. Am I nuts? I don't when? think. I I don't know. Uh, he means at the end of the celebration in the jungle. I so, would have to look tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll point it out when we're tonight. getting there. I'm sure. But yeah, tonight because the video. You know who we did see make a cameo on screen. John Williams. John Williams. Where? He was on the, the bartender 
in a bartender Kijimi. or like a DJ in that uh, club. Is that in, where in the Kijimi. guy with the eye? Yeah. I was so the funny thing is the and first. And then they they actually deleted a scene of Rocket Raccoon says I'm gonna get that eye. I'm gonna get. <laughs> so the first time I saw that they do as usual with every director they do a slow push on that character and I'm mm, like why are you these? love slow pushes. I don't. Certain people do, and they are always <laughs> Spielberg telling you. Spielberg loves slow pushes. He does. He loves a good slow push. They're always telling you, this is what you should pay attention to. And the first time they did it, I'm like, what are they trying to show me? And then again, tonight they did it, and I was just like, I don't, what am I missing here? And now I understand. It's Johnny Babes. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's what, what a way to go out. And That's I don't great. think he had done it previously. And he kind of oh, No, I don't too. think so. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was cool. I uh, you know. Holy moly! What else to talk so about? Did you, you know? Did you read any of the critic uh, critiques or anything, or did you stay away from that too? Had it going into it. Um. I think I maybe looked at a few things, but I kind of forget what I, they said. I don't get the JJ did too much fan service thing. I know you brought that up before. I thought it was perfect. I thought it wasn't that that much at all. I thought the Last Jedi had just as much. Uh, I I do, I I disagree with that completely. I thought the humor hit better in this than the Last Jedi. The humor in the Last Jedi at times felt corny, reaching, like too much. Whereas this one felt like the characters would say the lines that they again. Were saying. I I was worried because I think I had read or seen that, and I was worried when Palpatine starts off the movie going like you know that some He's would the one that call unnatural, and speaks. I was like, oh man. Is it just going to be a ton of winks like with old lines and stuff like that? Right. Yeah. The only other time that I noticed it and also was like, that's a little weird. Is C-3PO saying he was like something that doesn't make sense. This is madness. And I was like, I, you only said this is but madness. But he got his mind erased. That's why. Well, no, I, I get what's going on, but I th- it felt that they were like, but the funny thing- we need to give him a line right here just to say this is madness and it's weird too because then he said it later in the movie too but, but like in a different way the funny thing is that they wipe his mind and he says this is madness and then in Rogue One they say go erase this droid's mind and then when it starts a new hope Revenge he goes yeah not Rogue One yeah Revenge of Sith sorry mm-hmm. they erase his mind and then a new hope he then goes this is madness when he's got no memories 20 years later yeah, but still. Well, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's probably just one of his like stock program catchphrases. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it could be <laughs> like "Would <laughs> Yeah, like Clippy. Would you like some help? Yeah, right. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, Dio? Uh, we didn't really talk about him. I don't like Dio. Not like speaking English. I like Dio. I thought he was sweet. I thought he was cute, but I don't like him speaking English. Because my sister has a dog that was like abused, and she adopted it, Aww. and it like cowers away and so he and he's like no thank you no thank you like i got that, that well i talked to chris terry the guy who wrote the movie and he said uh wait, he wait, said wait, that wait, wait. yeah so many many fingers mm-hmm. um did you he, also talk to michelle ridgewood Had I, a live yeah, action she, she was there i think she was there yeah i don't know there was a lot of people at that party um at that party <laughs> <laughs> uh but but no, he said that the character of Dio was based on a friend's dog. Friend's so dog, yeah. yeah, so I think there probably is a good chance that it also was. So it was a Dio because like situation. they took the G off. <laughs> Dio G. Maybe. Maybe yeah. You should have asked. I don't know. We're, we're sending it back. We're gonna find out. Text them uh, after we're done here. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um. What else? So I just realized that Bulio comes with the Lego set, but then. Did you know Bulio's last name is Gulio? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Married we to mu- Julia. We must be getting close to the end of the episode here. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm trying to think of other things. I know there's a bunch of stuff. In- oh, lightsaber fights. What do you guys think? Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So the that's water a g- fight was really really cool. That's oh actually my a god. The jumps and everything. That's a good question for John because there was a lightsaber fight in here that was exactly what you said you didn't want, which was Ray in one place, Kylo Ren in another place, right. and they're battling, and the intimacy will be all gone. But I, I said that that would not be the case. Not that they wouldn't do it, but that it would not ruin the moment. You could have these two people fighting in a scene, and you're going to see it very clearly. You did. And technically... One person is over here and another person's over here. And I personally think that it worked just like I imagined it would work. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they helped with the elements like her slicing the pot and then it spills everywhere. I I think you have to credit JJ to that then because he made it the way he went back and forth from where he was to where she was and have the lightsabers meet. And then they walk around each other like they did see each other. Like you say, they don't see their environments, but they see each other. Yeah, I was curious if when we talked about that on the show, if you were picturing it the way I was picturing it. I was like, I think this is going to work totally. And you're like, no way. They're in two but, different spots. And I was like, but they're not going to be. They're just going to be They're gonna be in the same room. Yeah. But they were interacting. And you'll just the know that they're not. Yeah. That's the key. Like, I love the lightsaber fights. <gasps> Luke and what? I called it. Oh boy, called it culture, folks. Here we go. I called it that they were fighting, and that's why they smashed that statue with the Vader mask on it. I thought you said they were like training, like hugging or something. I did not. I said they were <laughs> fighting. Wh- what do you mean that everybody knows they're fighting? That was the. That was the. Yeah. No, some people were saying that they were doing it together. Oh no, not not us. I know. Yeah, you have to go on some kind of Tumblr feed to find that. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Hey, a lot of things they said on those Tumblr feeds ended up being... Oh, sure. <laughs> no, but uh, lightsaber fights, I like when people are talking and interacting with each other. Obi-Wan, Vader, Luke, Vader, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the choreographed stuff. So, And we did get a epic physical lightsaber fight. With the prequel type jumping, but done in a good way. Hey, that's fine because Luke did jumping too in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. That was a swinging for the fences haymaker like battle when she stabs him though i don't know if you remember i gasped mm. when she he got but i also love that they were like they were gassed at the end they were like oh yeah they were just going and for like it, yeah. like when you see an mma fighter boxing mm-hmm. match at the end of the fight when the boxers are barely just swinging they were toast and i love that that jj had the wherewithal to say like they're probably going to get tired at some point Mm-hmm. One of my favorite lines is at the end of that scene when she says, I did want to take your hand, but Ben's. And that's right when she leaves. I loved that line. It would have been funny if she's perfect. like, instead, I'm going to take your car. Takes <laughs> 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 off. It was, a, it was a good answer. Like, I think they handled that well as far as like, oh, this is where uh, Last Jedi I left didn't. off. She He asks her at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. She answers him uh, in the middle of the movie. And then, like, he says, all right, well, if I have the answer, then I guess I'll just come back as Ben Solo. Right. And if that's the case, I wanted to take Ben's hand. All right, well, I want the girl, so I will just become Ben again mm-hmm. to get her hand. Um, it didn't exact. I mean, it, it did work out that way, but it also kind of didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the interesting thing, we though, the is that we, well, I thought that Ray would be, you know, coming out of TFA, I thought... And into the Last Jedi, I thought that Ray would be the reason to bring him back. But then I said, you know, if he's going to come back, it's going to be because of Leia. Because in Last Jedi, he doesn't shoot Leia. 
he lets her live. So I think Leia is the ultimate one that brought him back. Yeah, he, yeah, Rey. I remember you saying well, that. Well, he also could have killed Ray, and he stopped too. Because of because Leia. Of, because Leia said bad. Which I love that. I, I love did that love that the too. mom is the one that brought him back. Yeah. It couldn't be the dad. It couldn't be Ray. It had to be Leia. Well, it also it's also Do, who says that before it happens too? Is that Maz? That says she. Yeah, she knows what she. Has she to knows do. what to she give, has to yeah, do. She has to give everything. Yeah, and then so Leia also stops Ray from. Well, 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 no, so she doesn't stop Ray. No, she, she speaks to to Ben, and she goes, "Ben, Ben freezes." Ray sees it as an opening and kills him. And when she kills him, she she heals senses Leia. Leia, yeah, and then she heals him because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they both realize almost exactly at the same time. Except for because Ben was addressed, right? Or Kylo Ren, I don't know. Well, she who felt at this it, point. The connection go out when yeah, she stabbed him. Yeah, that was. I like, mean, it was a was well good. orchestrated scene as yeah. far as like. I just, I love. It was that. like what what I just heard a voice and then it's like boom that's when you get stabbed. That caught me off. Guard. And then it, it's like the other person would obviously be affected by her death as well. So how do you handle that? Well, you just handle it to like she just won, but then she's also like. Like hit with right. whatever it, it is, the force, back. that emotion, or whatever. And I got the win that he needed. To, he won that fight. He did. That's true. He had her dead. And he was about to kill her, and Leia stopped yeah. him. Yeah. So ultimately, and we needed that. That's another thing too. Like, yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't. No, it's it. okay. It pulls back to when Finn was talking to Ray in the Falcon, heading to that planet, and he was just like, "This doesn't sound like you. You would never do this. You wouldn't hurt anybody." And then there's the moment that she finally hurts someone and she immediately regrets it. I don't know who brought it up. I mean, it was a it was a patron a while ago. And I remember right. us saying that is a really good question that I had never occurred. But what the question was is, are, do you think Last Jedi is going or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Red Skywalker is going to address Ray's anger issues? Oh yes. yeah. Do you yeah. remember I that? That was a great question. I was like, that's such a good thing this because one definitely did. <laughs> like they're trying to play up Jedi like they like she doesn't have this stuff, but it's it's still very clear oh, that, that she does deal with this. Yeah. And that's like who that's was? Do you remember her who was? whole thing. I don't know. I don't off the th- I, not off the top. Probably either Mark or Adam is my guess. I think it was Mark. <laughs> had to kind of Whoever wrote it is like, I'm not either one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember you well, said we could say have Jeremy, a whole discussion about it. Yeah, we probably could have a whole discussion about it. And at this point, with the now with it being such a, a heavy thing. Well, we thing. said that. We said we were going to wait till after this came out to oh, see if they did. Oh, man. We got to have a cut discussion. But yeah, no. The When Finn's standing there and he's like, you're you're not, this isn't you. And then she's like, no one understands me. And then she goes and kills. And her immediate reaction is, what have I done? Oh, yeah, they didn't have that line with Kylo saying, but I do. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm tra- I, have to go I actually did notice that I- in the movie. I said, "Oh, this is the line that they took it from," and she doesn't say. And most of the Palpatine that. lines from the trailers weren't there. It's true. Let the final battle begin. The the final battle in the but Skywalker the chapter. Jump over the ship. That, that's the there. one that I made fun of because it was like he was reading uh, doing an ad read. Right. <laughs> He's like, uh, the movie comes out <laughs> the twentieth. <laughs> you know, he, maybe the original line was the, the 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 end of the story of Skywalker, and JD is like, Ugh. so we changed it to rebellion. Yeah, the line's there, but he, the word is rebellion this time. It also does it. It was one of those things. It's like, dude, that's super epic, and then it's like, but it's not the end of the Skywalker's because she takes it on. Yeah, she takes it on. Which also, let's talk about that for a John second. We it. were all, well, yeah, but he also didn't guess it because we we said that 
these specific characters were all going to die because it's the end of the Skywalker saga. Every Skywalker has get. Okay, guys. Did you when not? We walked out of the movie on yeah. Monday. I turned to John and I said, "You sob, you got it right." <laughs> Which was that Ray would take the Skywalker name, yeah. and I straight up laughed at you. Well, look, it's um, it's a way to end, and I think I said this in my pitch on that episode we did so long ago. It's a way to end the Skywalker saga in a technical April standpoint. April 2018, you said it. From 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 blood, like DNA, mm-hmm. but keep it going and tying stuff still to it. Right. So it's cheating in a way, and it's uh, honoring it, and so then you still have familiar beats, so you can still bring back Chewie, you can still bring the, back the droids and the Falcon and right. have the name Skywalker, even though the Skywalker family as a uh, um, uh, bloodline is gone. So it's like a compromise there. I just feel bad that I was like, there's no way they would do that. And they did. And they did. I, th- you know, a lot of the things that happened in the movie, I was thinking, I was thinking, someone has said this. You know what I mean? There's going to be a fan out there that was like, oh, I bet they show clones of Snoke. You know what I mean? And it's like, y- you know, you think a lot of this stuff is crazy. I was actually, the first thing that made me think of that was the whole like, uh, battle of kylo ren on versus her on kajimi and then also the, where they're in the white room <gasps> I and guess i was the like those are kajimi two different too. battles right. we all went into that i'm sure some crackpot theory out there was like no i bet that's the same battle and i bet they're fighting over the force or whatever and it's like no who you're nuts get off right. of star right. wars speculation reddit and then it's like <laughs> then when that ends up happening i'm sure someone out there is all, like is like I called that. It's it always is really crazy though, guys. That a lot of the stuff in this movie was on Reddit in like July. Yeah, it's almost like someone from the movie accidentally left their script somewhere. And yeah, because <laughs> back in July, when John does his little rumor and theory reviews, not off- little. Well, I meant like little as in mini episodes. That sounded condescending. I mini didn't mean episode. it to sound condescending. <laughs> um, when he does his rumor and theory reviews, I look on Reddit for him for theories and some t- to avoid spoilers because he doesn't like spoilers. So sometimes I'll look for him. And I remember there were all these articles with uh, details from the movie in it being like, there is no way any of this is happening. It all happened. <laughs> and I remember sitting in the theater on Monday at the premiere being like, oh my gosh, this person was right. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I'm glad I didn't find out about it. I mean, just yeah. d- don't go on Reddit and mute keywords and you'll be fine. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, but I'm saying like back in July, though. Yeah. Like, there, who would have known? There yeah. were things in the movie True. that I, I remember seeing along the way that was right. like, like specifically, I remember there was something about like Ray or or Luke. One of the two was going to toss something to the other one. I remember seeing something like that. Body possession was going around because you talked about that on your show at one point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, Matt Smith wasn't in the movie. He was. <laughs> Another one. Um, Did you see him in the credits? I didn't see him in the credits. Yeah, he asked me about that. I didn't. I didn't see him in the. Credits. So we we were kind of talking about that because we were thinking was was our question actually more aimed at is he in the movie, which he's not, or was he in the credits? I don't. I didn't see him. So so I, I was told I wasn't few, looking. I was told a few months ago. Uh, I'm not not sure Dom is here. That the original plan was he was going to be involved and it was going to be something to do with Palpatine and they scrapped it and went full McDermott. That's probably. Hmm. I mean, they were scrapping stuff close to the end here. We heard. Yeah, and I don't think he filmed anything. I think it was just a part of the like story. Like we're going to bring him in and do this. 
Uh, but then they changed their mind and went with the full Ian, which I think was the right move. Can I say one letdown that I saw? Because oh, I've, I've no. come to a couple things that I'm like, I didn't like this. And then upon a second viewing, I was like, okay, no, it makes sense. Like the Ben Solo thing. Um, my one letdown was the Knights of Ren. Yep. Lame. They were so lame. All they did was walk around. And then they were tomato sauce, as you put it, <laughs> for Last Jedi. Like, they just died. Yeah. Black licorice chunks. They were a real letdown. And they looked so cool, though. Yeah. But I mean, I guess they captured Chewy, but we didn't see it. There was a lot of stuff, though, that clearly was, as you always say, just for toys. Sith Troopers, toys. Dio, Oh, yeah. Toys. Sith Troopers, I almost forgot about. Knights of Ren, toys. The helmet Kylo Ren wears, toys. Yeah, like, they a lot didn't of really stuff. explain the Sith trooper they, they show up at the end like in those little drop ships and that's i it. mean like to it, fight the hon yeah. it's it's really cool and it makes sense i mean i think all of that whole mass armada is sith troopers and stuff you know Which i think that's cool, that's the whole really army of it but they didn't they didn't just a toy and they i guess they don't need to right but sure they you know these movies don't have to explain everything. No, I know. Well, but where did background character get his name? You know, it's Sith, like when Sith Troopers first came out, people were like, "They're going to use the Force and they're going to do this." And right. that. that's true. Not uh, only that, Lucas and I was part of that too. It's because that's how they introduced them. They said they pull their power from a, an, an ancient, ancient evil legacy. or something. Yeah, or something. And it's like, well, what does that mean? The ancient legacy is action figures, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were right when they announced I, it. You were one of the people that was anytime like, "Anytime there's a new guard <laughs> or, or trooper." <laughs> It's going to be an action figure. So so <laughs> one thing that I will say about the whole uh, Armada, though, is while they made the Sith Troopers like all red, I really liked a lot of the other members of it where they were like black with red lining yes, or like a red, a red yep. helmet or something like that. And it really contrasted like the Empire was like all white. These Sith Troopers are all red. Right. You know what I mean? And there yeah. was something really cool about like having like black with the color mixed in, like a two-tone villain. I agree. What about um, some minor characters here, like Janna? She uh, was great. I loved her. I love Janna. Uh, Is it Janna or Janna? Did we Janna, I'm sorry. Janna. It's Janna. Connix, uh, Mon- uh, Dominic Monaghan's character. Connix did a lot less than I thought. Connix did nothing. Dominic Monaghan did nothing. Rose didn't. Re- Rose. Ro- guys, Rose did what I said she was going to do. Sure. Leia needs me to stay at the base. I have stuff to I do. I said that. No, I said that. Well, I, I think that. we all kind of thought. I that said it first. There was, there was, <laughs> it was likely she wasn't going to go on the mission like with the core group. It was just well, so. Yeah, obvious. when I read her character description, she she got promoted in the resistance. I'm like, you're in the movie for three minutes. Leia needs me to look at some plans. And they kind of they kind of do that. They kind of make it seem like it was a choice because Finn's like, Rose, ready to go? We have room for one more. And she's like, I can't. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I gotta look it at that screen over there. It was a little much. A little yeah. Much. Um, Finn also got promoted. General. General. Yeah. I love how he's like, thank you for that, by the way. Yeah. General <laughs> Finn. General I Finn. General Jedi Finn. He didn't get a last name or a family. I mean, he sort of did, but he did. It's they didn't. They didn't go the extra mile and be like, oh, Jana, you're an ex stormtrooper too. Oh, yeah, you got abandoned. I thought they were going down that path. I was like, but oh, it, great. But the they Lando just so happened weird. to find the the each other. They were both stormtroopers pulled by the same so family. Th- that was a Force Awakening too. Then we just found out because it all it happened to all those stormtroopers. What? 
They all <laughs> felt that instinct oh. that made them not kill. She did say that, yeah. It's, and he, she said and it's he a said, feeling. He said it's a feel. That's the force. Yeah. So the force awakened in Finn. Like people were speculating when it first the first trailers came out, he's going to be a Jedi, and it wound up being Rey, and it was a red herring. It wasn't a red herring. Finn was force sensitive. It just took took it a little longer to get realized. So the Force Awakens takes on a bigger a bigger name now that yeah. we've that we've gone through this movie. I know you can't go back and retroactively change anything, but it would have been cool if there was if there had been a mention in Force Awakens that was like we're seeing this in other troopers, you yeah. know, or something that well, could have maybe edition, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But if there's one thing that I got away from this movie is that I need more movies of Ray, Poe, and Finn together. Oh, without a doubt. And I think, like Chris Terrio told you in his little little meetup, it does leave it wide open for more adventures, and I would not be surprised if we see them again soon. I don't care what they've said on the press tour. They're coming back. (laughs) Yeah, I think... It's very obvious. Well, I think on the press tour, Kathleen said... But something I'm the recently left it up in the air. I think it's definitely happening. Well, she said something recently, I think is even in the live stream or something. Yeah, you guys might have been I don't know, you might have been seeing a movie or something like that. Well, uh, I was watching the live stream. <laughs> a lot <laughs> of And it. she said she said it's not to say that we can't come back and use these characters. Right. We're just taking a break, I guess, right? Yeah. I think a lot of it hinges on how this movie does. Um I think the general audience loved it from what I've but seen. Financially, I mean, because the general audience loves Solo, too. And it didn't do that well. It's also focus groups, too, when they look at, right. like, which they character did you like, like the best, Finn, Ray, or Poe? And they're like, Poe. And they were like, Poe gets his own movie. Yeah. 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 I. It's supposed to make, like, 475 this weekend, they said. Globally. Yeah, yeah. that, too. Yeah. We'll um. So what planets did we see at the end? Uh, in Endor. The quick cameo show? So Endor, Bespin. Bespin. And uh, Jakku. Yep. Yeah. That was cool. Seeing Wicked briefly. I, it would have been cool to see him a little longer and actually like talking, but whatever. I said that Endor wasn't... I had forgotten that we'd removed Endor, but I included it in my uh, Prize of Skywalker thing. And I said, the one that's hanging me up is Endor because we know Wicked's coming back. Right. So that, that's why like, we took it out, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh yeah, I think I that think is why, why we took we it out. Yeah. I was actually really excited when, like, we won, and they go back to the base, and I'm like, well, that's it. We saw all the planets we're going to see. I definitely won. There was no Mustafar, no right. Coruscant, no uh, Tatooine. What a, Tatooine, and one other one I that we that mentioned, too. Get, yeah. And then I was like, Naboo. Oh, Have you seen no, Naboo? Yeah, Naboo. Yeah, and it's like, oh, dang it. Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Now they're going to throw it in the epilogue that they go back to tattooing and i lose that point i i think um my final because i'm sure we're up on time yeah. my f- my final takeaway from this movie is that it was clear that jj wanted to make it about friendship and that bond and even like lando said it we had each other and that's how we got through it that's that was the whole theme of this whole movie it has nothing to do with your familial heritage ties it has to do with your who you the, the people you choose to be with and i he really nailed the the relationship between the three of them and that carried the movie to me and it trickled down to Chewbacca, 3PO, R2, BB-8. It was, there was, this movie was about this core group of the Resistance, whereas TLJ was Ray Kylo Ren. Uh, this one was about them, and I, I really felt like he nailed it because Poe was great, Finn was great, and Ray was awesome. And uh, I just, I loved every part of that, and I think that's why, that that's what really made me like this movie. I felt that friendship there, and it, he nailed it. It could have fell flat, because they haven't spent a lot of time together in the first two movies, he nailed it, in my opinion. 
our, we're doing our, our wrap up of why like this movie why you was liked good. it or yeah I mean obviously Final you only thoughts. saw it once but yeah um I think that uh, l- let's go with this too I know I I speak out I love Rogue One right I I do yeah but I think that one of the really cool things about Star Wars is the Force and that you know those types of things and all that and I was really glad that this movie there was a lot of like mythological aspects to it like you know the dagger and somehow oh, that yeah. dagger was forged like you got to think forged like before the Death Star yeah. ever crashed so there's something spiritual spiritual really you don't think I, t- no, no, I took no, it, it as had after to be done after because it, it matches up, with up. no piece. I thought that was what was like philosophical and biblical about it oh i didn't take it like is that. the fact that it was built and they knew that that one day this will serve a purpose oh, which is no. that it was i took it f- as like it had fallen they knew it was there let's line this up let's make a key at home depot mm-hmm. that's how i took it hmm. I but know. it is possible but um i mean even if you don't count that like the the millions of people all like there around Palpatine sure. chanting oh, yeah. and stuff, you know what I mean? So like, weird. Don't know I think don't that, that. I, th- I, th- I think that stuff's cool. Like, it's sure. really interesting to me, like, how uh, at some point someone's going to come along and, like, try to write that or make sense of that and understand that. And I, I think that stuff's really I neat. Think, I think, I don't quote me, but I think Matt Martin said to us even that he thinks, because he didn't work on the movie. Mm-hmm. But he says, I think those were Sith acolytes, but they weren't actual real people because you saw them crumble when the, the surface crumbled. It was like a symbol of what could be. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like an arena full of like just followers and mm-hmm. like, like, a, like if, if there was a Hitler speech, like mm-hmm. there, that's the. Fo- the right. I guess if I was going to sum up one thing and uh, if there's a comparison to Indiana Jones, like Indiana Jones is real, but what's cool about Indiana Jones is the fact that he's like encountering the unreal. Yeah. And I think this is, there's a lot of Star Wars that is the real, that's the real battle against this stuff. But what I find it cool is that just around the corner, what the main character is like encountering something that they can't understand, you know, and they just have to face it head on. That's cool. So, yeah. And I like that, you know. Yeah, Yeah. without a doubt. I think that this movie surprised me in a way that is better than I thought it could be. In the sense that I went in thinking, oh, I'd want this and that and this to happen. And after seeing it a couple times, I realized that I don't know anything about storytelling. (laughs) (laughs) uh, But... I'm excited for what's next. I think there was a moment Tuesday morning when John and I were going to the airport where I turned to John and I was like, you know, I just, I really don't like what happened with Ben Solo. It like really makes me sad. And it was before I had seen it a second time and really thought Mm -hmm. about it. And obviously the correlation with Anakin and saving Padme and what this meant for that. But I was just very sad. I was like, you know, I really love that character. It's just, I'm very sad. And John just said like, it's it's good it means that they're ready to move forward and let go of other things and i was just like you know what he's right (laughs) it's good to move on and i'm excited for what's to come with ray and finn poe and i hope they continue this story because she's just so she was so she finally got to shine in this movie right like that's why i loved tfa so much is because she shined at the end of that movie and it left you feeling so optimistic and hopeful of what's to come Mm -hmm. and then last jedi for me um, 
kind of made you feel uneasy, which was the point and what Ryan Johnson wanted to do. And then this one w- let her shine, let her stretch her legs, so to speak, in the force and showed you what friendship can do to save the day. Um, and then also saying goodbye to what we know. And it just it makes me excited for what's to come because people can't hold on to certain things anymore. Like right. it's now all new, which yes. is exciting. Yes, that's huge. I think the fandom needs that. Um, it's not, you know, you can't do a ruined by Luke situation. If you, we all, we all start on page one with the new stories. Um, and I do think it's, it's a gift that we're moving on from Kylo Ren. Cause it's just, whether you love the character or hate or his fate or whatever, it's just was such an argumentative. Just thing. remember that he died the way he wanted to die. Saving Ray. Yeah. I mean, he accept, certainly accepted saving what he loved, saving oh. the woman he loved. And his last no, word was like ouch. Those. well he he laughed but yeah yeah um all right guys so that is our we didn't even get to talk about john williams music but maybe it's great give it a couple listens yeah Um, give it some time (laughs) we're more uh, enamored with his cameo um but that's it guys that is our spoiler review of the rise of skywalker we hope you enjoyed that let us know in the comments some uh, other things your thoughts uh what you thought about the movie overall some things maybe we missed on if you have thoughts on john williams music you want to add to our conversation go for it there keep the conversation going um make sure you are subscribed to us on uh apple podcast soundcloud spotify and youtube uh, head to StarWarsNewsNet.com, of course, every day for your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more, especially when there's going to be new announcements coming up. But they may announce the new director for the new movie in, in January. Or January, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. May get rolling with that. Uh, the Mando Fan Show, we're going to have our final show on not a week from today on 1227 after Christmas. Um, and uh, other than that, uh, I want to thank our patrons over at Patreon.com slash Resistance Broadcast. Uh, the reason why James is here right now is because of you guys. Uh, so we're able to sit here, go see the movie, enjoy it. We actually saw Jeremy in our theater. So how are you, Jeremy? Hey. Uh, we got to meet your family (laughs) and watch your mom cry. So that was adorable. Um, tell her hi. She was very pleasant. Um, but thank you all, all all of our patrons for all of your support. Um, guys, any quick thanks, uh, James, you got to come out here for thanks to them and we got to go to uh, LA, fly out to LA. So yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you've said it all. Yeah, thank you guys yeah. for everything. Um, You're the best. And especially our generals. And I, I got them up here because f- we didn't have uh, notes today. But Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, J.G. Carr, Seth Kime, Micah Harrison, and Val Trichkoff. <laughs> thank you, generals, very much. All right, so that is it. You guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey. What about you guys? At Myra Trunks. At Lacey Gillerin. And you guys can see us uh, next week. We're, I think we're only doing one episode because of uh, uh, Christmas and stuff like that. But we're still going to come at you with some good stuff. And of course, the Mando Fan Show next Friday. So until then, enjoy seeing The Rise of Skywalker multiple, multiple times. And we'll see you around, kids. (laughs) 